0: Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. This week we've been bringing you a message entitled, Words. Your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael, will speak today about the influence that we wield as Christians through our spoken words. In an age of cell phones and emails, there is definitely not a shortage of communication these days. Unfortunately, much of the communication that goes on is not what it ought to be. Today's message brings out how powerful our words are, how they reveal us, and the consequences that they bring about. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael.
1: Look at Matthew 12 again. How are we doing? Doing all right? I know it hurts a little bit. Believe me. I've gotten about 450 stitches in the last week over this one. But it was good for me to have to deal with this. Verse 33. We looked at verse 33, 34, 35. Verse 35 A good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. Look at verse 36 But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. For by thy words shalt thou be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. We will be judged for our words. We will be judged. Proverbs twelve nineteen: the lip of truth shall be established forever, but a lying tongue is but for a moment. We will be judged for our words. In the Solomon Islands in the South Pacific, some villagers practice a unique, a unique form of logging, If a tree is too large to be felled with an axe, the natives cut it down by yelling at it. Woodsmen with special powers creep up on a tree just at dawn and suddenly scream at it at the top of their lungs. They continue this for 30 days. The tree dies and falls over, so they say. The theory is that the hollering kills the spirit of the tree. According to the villagers, it always works. Ah, these poor naive innocents, such quaintly charming habits of the jungle, screaming at trees indeed. How primitive. Too bad they don't have the advantages of modern technology and the scientific mind. Me? I yell at my wife, yell at the telephone and the lawnmower, yell at the TV, the newspaper, and my children. I've been known to shake my fist and yell at the skies at times. The man next door yells at his car a lot. And this summer, I heard him yell at a stepladder for most of an afternoon. We modern, urban, educated folks yell at traffic. We yell at umpires. We yell at bills, banks, and machines, especially machines. Machines and relatives get most of the yelling. Don't know what good it does. Machines are just things, and they just sit there. Even kicking them doesn't seem to help. As for people, Well, the Solomon Islanders may have a point. Yelling at living things does tend to kill the spirit in them. Sticks and stones may break our bones, but words will break our hearts. We will be judged for our words. John Wesley said, Thy Lord will then inquire, how didst thou employ the body wherewith I entrusted thee? I gave thee a tongue to praise me therewith. Didst thou use it to the end for which it was given? Didst thou employ it not in speaking evil or idle speaking, not in uncharitable or unprofitable conversation, but in such as was good, as was necessary or useful either to thyself or others, such as was always tended directly or indirectly to minister grace to the hearers. And finally, the good news. God will and can help. Exodus chapter 4, verse 12. Now therefore go, and I will be with thy mouth and teach thee what thou shalt say. O Lord, open thou my lips, and my mouth shall show forth thy praise. Psalm 51, verse 15. Spurgeon said of this, how marvelous the Lord can open our lips and what divine things we poor simpletons pour forth under his inspiration. Bridges said, seek to have the heart searched, cleansed, filled with the graces of the spirit, humility, teachableness, simplicity. will bring light unto the understanding, influence the heart, open the lips, and unite every member that we have in the service and praise of God. It said of Samuel that as he grew, the Lord was with him and did let none of his words fall to the ground. David in Psalm 119 said, And take not thy word of truth utterly out of my mouth, for I have hoped in thy judgments. Ambrose said, The birds of heaven come and take the word out of thy mouth, even as they took the seed of the word off the rock, lest it bring forth fruit. Spurgeon said when our heart has been opened to understand our lips should be open to impart knowledge and we may hope to be taught ourselves when we Feel in our hearts a willingness to teach the ways of the Lord to those among whom we dwell First Corinthians 12 for to one is given the spirit by the spirit the word of wisdom to another the word of knowledge by the same spirit Second Samuel 23 the spirit of the Lord spake by me and his word was in my tongue 1 Peter 4, if any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. If any man minister, let him do it as of the ability which God giveth, that God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom be praise and dominion forever and ever. Amen. 1 Thessalonians 5, wherefore comfort yourselves together and edify one another even as also ye do. Matthew Henry said, if God put a word into the mouth of Balaam, who would have defied God in Israel, surely he will not be wanting to those who desire to glorify God and to edify his people. It shall be given what they should speak. Matthew 10, but when they deliver you up, take no thought how or what ye shall speak, for it shall be given you in that same hour what ye shall speak. For it is not ye that speak, but the spirit of your Father which speaketh in you. Barnes said of that text, how consoling then the assurance that God would aid them and speak within them. Ephesians 4 says, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Matthew Henry said of that verse, it is great refreshment to a good man to speak for the glory of God and to edify others. Folks, the good news is that we can't tame our tongue, James makes that very clear, but God can if we give it to him. The most famous ship of all time is possibly the Titanic, the supposedly unsinkable ship that went down on its maiden voyage. Many movies have been made and many books have been written about the fateful journey but few will include the story of a Scottish evangelist, John Harper. Harper was a passenger on the Titanic. In 1912, Harper was traveling to Chicago to take up his new appointment as pastor of Moody Church. He had his daughter Nana on board with him. His wife had died a few years earlier. When the Titanic struck the iceberg and began to sink, he put Nana into a lifeboat and then ran throughout the ship yelling, women, children, and unsaved into the lifeboats. When the ship finally went down, he had already given his life jacket to another passenger. Survivors report that to the very end, Harper was witnessing to anyone who would listen. One survivor recalls clinging to one of the ship's spars when Harper floated near him. Man, are you saved, cried Harper. No, I'm not, replied the man. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved, pleaded Harper. The waves carried Harper away and brought him back a little later. Are you saved now, asks Harper? No, I cannot honestly say that I am, says the man. Again, Harper pleads with him, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. Shortly afterward, Harper went down. The man who survived was one of only six people rescued. But in a public meeting four years later, recounting this episode, he said, quote, there alone in the night and with two miles of water under me, I believed I am John Harper's last convert father thank you for your word this evening and father help us to be more conscious of our words for it's in Jesus name we pray these things amen
0: we want to thank you for being with us today It is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to the conclusion of a message entitled, Words. Your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael, has brought out this week a very significant truth for us as Christians that unfortunately is so often overlooked. In an age of high-tech communication, it is so easy for us as believers in Christ to get caught up in it. As a result, we can frivolously waste our time not to mention being guilty of squandering our words without using any discernment whatsoever. The Bible does say that in the multitude of words there wanteth not sin. So because of this, we who know Christ need to be mindful of the power that our words carry and thus use them carefully. One day we will stand before the Lord Jesus at his judgment seat and give account of the words that we've spoken. If you'd like to order a CD of today's message, it's available for a suggested contribution of $5. Our address is Treasures of Truth, care of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, 1300 South Terry Avenue, Meridian, Idaho, 83642. And our phone number is area code 208-888-4545. Our webpage address is www.tvbc.org. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church. We hope you'll join us again on Monday as Pastor Rick DeMichael will once again take us through a study of God's Word. We also want to welcome you to our services on Sunday at 9.15 a.m. for Sunday School, at 10.30 a.m. for morning worship and preaching, at 6 p.m. for Bible preaching and teaching, and also on Wednesday at 7 p.m. for more Bible preaching and teaching.